T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks for being with us. It's the show about the show, the show within the show. It's peeling back the layers on the mothership, and we welcome you into it. As always, you can download us by going to iTunes and searching Permission Granted Podcast, and you'll see us there. And then you can also find us on the normal DA Show iTunes feed. That's a good feed to follow the entire show on because we post not only the show episodes every day, full hours, also the Permission Granted Podcast and Sunday Morning Football. There's always the website also for DA On Demand if you don't use iTunes. And that is daoncbs.com. Moraz joins me now. Let's start with Boise because we are now 10 days away. We're taping this on Tuesday right after the show. And we're going to be heading to Boise next Thursday night after the show. We're going to be heading out on a flight that I think stopped over in Denver, if I'm not mistaken. Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis on the I way there. I think the ride home is, is Denver. Denver. Okay. I think. There is no direct flights from New York to Boise, which I'm surprised. There's always a direct from New York to somewhere, but not Boise. Except Boise, apparently. So we got to stop over Minneapolis. So it's about a seven and a half hour journey from takeoff, because I think it's about four and change to, no, it's not. It's about three and change to Minnesota. And then there's a one hour layover. And then there's probably another three hours to Boise. That's why I didn't look up the exact layover time. So we're looking at an hour. Grab the bag and, and run to the next flight, Think basically. so, yeah. So, we- and by the way, before you continue, I noticed because we got the travel information, they, the people who have booked our flights, the wonderful people of Boise, have booked us sitting next to each other on every single flight. Now, any trip we've gone on and been on the same flights, you specifically have made it a point not to be in the same row, <laughs> let alone next to me. So you're going to get me just snoring like a rhinoceros next to you on every single of the four flights we take. Four legs. Four legs. I go four for four there. And how are we breaking this up? We get two windows apiece on two flights? One's a window, one's a middle every way. I don't know. I mean, I I guess I'd prefer the window just so I can lean away from you if you're snoring. All four? You're going to take the window on all four? Well, am I assigned the window on all four? Oh, we're going to go with that one, huh? I don't know. We're going to go on strict flight assignments. It would be nice if these were not sold out flights. Yeah, which they may not be. Yeah, it would be nice if you could just slide over to the Look, one seat. All I'm saying is we've done a lot of these trips and, and a lot of spinoffs and Full House of Pancakes, Kenny and the Poop. I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> Going to Boise, right off the bat, I could tell you I could see this being an issue for you specifically. So you, you're a bad snorer. I've been no now I never really hear myself snore, but I've been told. I've been told too that I can snore. All right. So I mean I can't 
I can't judge, I guess. I never thought I used to snore. And now the bourbon bell tells me that I've got to, if I lay on my back, I snore. If I lay on my side, I'm okay. Well, I could tell you at least each way. I'm only going to sleep on one of the flights. The other one, I'll be watching some TV. So you saved yourself on that. So we land really late Thursday night, and then we're up really early Friday morning for our show because our show is going to go off at 7 a.m. local time. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. And then we're going to wrap up the show, and then we head right to Witch Witch Sandwiches, right? Witch Witch Superior Sandwich Shop. I believe that's in Nampa, Idaho. Or I think that's Meridian. Oh, Meridian. Nampa is I believe the that's Idaho Meridian. Okay. And then, so we do a, a midday hit there to meet fans. Mm-hmm. And a then meet and greet. Yep. And then after that, we go to Caves and Praters show, because that's their afternoon drive show, and they're going to be at the Idaho Pizza Company in Nampa, I believe. Yes. So then after we do that, then we, we're going to the Stagecoach Inn, I believe it's called. Stagecoach Inn for dinner. Yes. I've already looked at the menu. What do we got? A lot of steaks, some surf and turf. Different kinds of potato situations. A big baked potato, I noticed. Uh, and your, your typical run-of-the-mill steakhouse menu. Some good chicken. And they also have the burgers and sandwiches as well. Seem pretty standard and solid. So the original play here was it, everyone assumed it was going to be a night game because Boise State always plays night games at home because that's their window for television. Television wants to play bigger schools, bigger programs during the day get to Boise at night of the nighttime window. And Boise's always like, all right, if we're going to play at night for national TV, that's fine. CBS Sports Network, ESPN2, what have you. Turns out, I guess, this is a big enough game to where ESPN said we want it during the day. So it's a 1.30 local kick on Saturday. We originally were going to hike Table Rock Saturday morning. The mountain, not the strip club. Right. And then have a bit of a rest and then go to the, the tailgate later on in the day because we thought it was going to be a nighttime kick. Now it's a daytime kick. We ain't hiking Table Rock after a football game. No. No, I would imagine. I don't know what time are we tailgating for a one thirty kick. You know, you out there at nine in the morning. Well, I mean, I think we got to be out there by eleven. Okay, even that's a short tailgate. That's only two hours of tailgating. Because don't you want to get in and see the theatrics of Boise State coming out? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think we need more than two hours out there? I would say by ten o'clock we should be in some right. sort of lot. Okay. You know, I, you may want to walk an hour and kind of get a feel of true. the tailgating That's scene true. before we even hardcore tailgate. And we'll have a Nomad episode being filmed over there. Sure. We'll have one. Like you've hired the crew to come Camera crew's coming. <laughs> DA and his selfie stick will be out there for an hour before the game. <laughs> so then we got the game on Saturday, and then that helps me because i got to wake up early for Sunday morning football. Sure. That okay. helps me an early Saturday kick time. Right. But, um, but then... Sunday after that, we got to go to Dave and Buster's because there's a watch party for the NFL. Yes, fired up about that. So I don't know where the hike comes in. I mean, how, well, no, that's a good point because you got Sunday morning football. And do you go after what? Do you go for like a, a crisp five thirty p.m. local time hike on a Sunday? Like after football's yeah. over. Well, also, what time's our flight home on Monday? Do we have time after the show? No, I think we. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it really, I don't think so. It's really on us. If we want to get to bed early Friday, we could conceivably go hiking at 7.30 in the morning Saturday. Conceivably. True, but I think Friday night's going to be my late night because I don't have to wake up early Saturday. I've got to wake up early Sunday. So, look, there may not be a hike. Got to get the hike in, though. You say you have to, but where are we getting that in? <sighs> Maybe I wake up at, and do like a, a 5 a.m. You ain't doing that. There's no way you're doing a 5 a.m. hike before a show. I don't know how long it takes. I think it takes like two hours. You don't have any idea. I, I would guess. What kind of hike is this? He ain't walking up to the end of the block. 
It's a big cross on top. Sure, there's a, you get them go aways. And you don't know what kind of wild coyotes are out there at 5 in the morning. Coyotes. Just anything's possible. Coyotes. Oh, now that's ridiculous <laughs> to think that coyotes could be in mountains in the Midwest at 5 in the morning. Well, it's not the Midwest. It's definitely like the oh, mountains. Mountain West. Okay. The mountainous areas. There's not coyotes. They eat dogs out there. Yeah, but you why? You can't have small dogs in Colorado. But, you, but you're telling me that coyotes would be out early in the morning and not during the day. Yeah, I think kind of like the nocturnal situation. I think eight in the morning you're fine. You're not going to see a yotes. You go out of five <laughs> a in the yote. morning. Yeah, go out of five in the morning. Yeah, you could get eaten. It's, it's not going to be a lot of people on the trail. You're putting yourself out there. I don't think coyotes eat you. I don't think they. Da. Eat. Why would we be scared of them then? What do you think they do? Just claw you? <laughs> well, dogs don't eat people. They, they bite, bite them. you. They bite them. They don't eat you. They don't yeah. physically eat your flesh. Coyotes will eat you like a shark will. I don't think so. Think they will tear you are limb. like dogs. They'll eat the meat off you. They're not going to eat your bones. They'll spit them out. <laughs> they will tear you limb to limb. I don't think they You want to go out at 5 in the morning? Go out at 5 in the morning. I'll be back at the hotel. Coyotes do not eat your meat, okay? They don't. Okay. They bite you. They scratch you. They gnaw at you. You could die from a coyote bite. Okay, but that doesn't mean they're eating your meat. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think they're biting you for? They're biting for you to get a taste. No, they're attacking. Yeah, but they want a taste of you, <laughs> at the very least, or they wouldn't put you in your mouth. In their mouth. It's just a matter of whether they like what they're tasting or I not. I don't know about that, because there are animals that don't eat you that will bite you. Like a bird will bite you, doesn't want to eat you. A bird will peck you. And Snapchat. it's also not big enough to eat you. A coyote is big enough and strong enough to eat you. Remember the hyenas in Lion King? That's like the coyote family. <laughs> there were bones down there. They'll eat anything. So you're basing your research on coyotes on the Lion King cartoon. It's not, I mean, cartoon is very, very loosely. That was a good tale. It told you a good life lesson there. I'm just saying, dude, I think that's a, da- I, and also I think that's a dangerous time to hike mountains. I, 5 a.m. You're asking to be prey is all I'm saying. <laughs> Even if it's not a coyote, a bear. Bear. Could be. Now, I think these are mountains. There's well, anything I, I don't up think, there. I don't think what are you going to be up there? A cockatoo? I mean, I, I don't think a bunch of people are suggesting we hike a very well-traveled trail in Boise if there's bears and coyotes on it. I don't think they're going like, yeah, go in the middle of the wilderness where there's bears. I think they're going to give us this the easy hike. Because animals will be scared of large groups of people. So if there's not, like, if there's a lot of large, peop- large group of people hiking at 5 a.m., sure, then go up there. But it's you on your own, and they hear you rustling through. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna come. Turn you into some porridge. You can go. I am not going at 5 in the morning. You ain't going no matter when I go. I, w- I was all on board Saturday morning. Now, if you had to tell me now, based on game time, is the hike quickly diminishing? For me, probably. But I would still like to fit in if we find an ample time to fit in. Hmm. It's just going to be tough because we're just – we're the, the schedule is so tight there. We're there for four days. I think we're on the air or at a meet and greet for – 36 of the 40 hours. I think they have a schedule for six meals on Friday alone. <laughs> I think we're going to be out there for, yeah, 80 hours or something. I think we probably are scheduled for meet and greets for 72 of them. Which is great. Maybe we can, uh, you know, bring Witch Witch Superiors on our hike to uh, yeah. the mountaintop, you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, I mean, what what is, we have to find out, did we find out, are we there the full three hours at Idaho Pizza Company? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because if maybe we're only there an hour, we might be able to squeeze into on Friday. Right. Or maybe I can... Maybe I can get out of 
Dave and Buster Sunday late afternoon because those games are going to wrap up early. Those games wrap up by 5 o'clock local time. Yeah, our, our appearance is from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Oh, it is? That's okay. Yes, that's our scheduled appearance. That's on the Dave and Buster's flyer. Yeah. Okay. So, no, okay. <laughs> Point is, maybe we could hike at 5.30. What's the Sunday night game? Do I need to watch the Sunday night game? <laughs> I believe it's Texans-Cowboys. I believe. Okay. So, not great. Yeah, that could be a... a... So, maybe we're hiking during the Sunday night game. Yeah, maybe I could miss the first half. Yeah. Maybe I'd do that, too, but it's still time. Dave and Buster, how much am I going to eat? I know. I know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wings. Beers, yeah. You're gonna put on a lot of weight this trip. I'm worried about that as usual, and because they're ready to feed you. I have three trips in a five week period coming up. You're talking. I may be unrecognizable by Thanksgiving. (laughs) Boise, they're gonna just load me up with starch. You're gonna, you're gonna really look like Gritty, the Flyers mascot. (laughs) Orange too, all that. You've yeah. got the Boise trip coming up in 10 days. Yeah. Two weeks. Actually, 11 days after I come back, I go down to Atlanta for Giants-Falcons. Then I'm back for 10 days before I go back down to Atlanta for my cousin's wedding in the mountains in Georgia, followed up by going over to Nashville for two days. So I am doing Boise, Atlanta, Atlanta, Nashville. Mountains of Atlanta and Nashville, same trip? Same trip. That's where the weddings are in, like, we have to rent cabins. The same mountains where Deliverance was filmed. I am scared out of my mind about this. Why my cousin just couldn't get married somewhere normal, I don't know. Wow, that's a done for the day. That totally done for the day. I'm getting a lot of done for the days coming up. But my dad wanted to go to Nashville, so we're going to check out Nashville for two days. So, point is, that's a lot of eating. That's a lot of boozing. I'm I'm not eating salads on these trips. <laughs> I could try, but that won't happen. We'll do more on the Boise trip coming up next week here on the PGP, but we're super, super excited. This is going to be awesome. They play San Diego State, and anybody that's listening right now that wants to come out to the PGP or come out to the show that's listening to the PGP, we couldn't encourage you more to come out to one of the events and say hello. I think they're going to print up T-shirts for listeners and everything, so it should be really awesome. Uh, The other thing is that I think Robbie, a.k.a. Superstorm Robbie, a.k.a. Huge Freeze, a.k.a. He Who Shall Not Be Named, a.k.a. Professional Nightmare, Frank's Red Hot Sinatra, Kenny Cheesney, has, AKA. Has delivered so much content through three weeks of picks that it's almost obscene. I mean, he just turns on the microphone and automatically it's drops. Which just speaks to the importance of me winning this so that we kill this. Do we want to kill Robbie? Well, see, now you've already told me you're rooting interest. You're rooting for Robbie no, to beat me. No, 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 no. I said, do we want to kill Robbie? That's an understandable point. I'm not rooting for anybody here. I'm waiting to see how it unfolds. But do we, are we looking forward to eliminating him from the show forever, which is on the table? Yes. Because I think inevitably you're getting roped into the same old huge freeze trap of, <laughs> man, you have mm-hmm. to love this guy. You got to love this guy. Mm-hmm. And he will break your heart and crush you at the next turn. And it's still coming. Whether he misses the picks, has something else come up, or the moment if he beats up the picks, he'll miss a part in the indigestion. Something will happen where he will crush your soul and you will regret the words that we want to kill off Robbie. Yes, we do. Here's what's amazing is that through three weeks, he has given us the Sinatra singing. He's given us the Kenny Chesney singing. Those are both drops. Those both live forever. Far Bombay is now part of the lexicon of the DA show forever. Far Bombay. He gave us um, the you guys got loaded. They got mashed, or I got baked. I got baked. You guys got loaded. They got mashed on Boise State, on Boise State, State Oklahoma State. on a bad pick, which is just brilliant. 
And he might give us something memorable every single week for 16 weeks. And Stay then memorable. And then you'll beat him and he'll be killed off the show. And it'll be like Jimi Hendrix or, you know, Kurt Cobain, where it was like a shooting star and he was greatness and a Hall of Famer. And then he's going to die early and then we're never going to have him again. Be a great nomad 30 for 30 kind of deal, you know? Go behind the scenes on the rise and death of Huge Freeze. That because you beat him in a picks contest, a guy that gave us unbelievable content every single week, we had to never allow on the show ever again. It's really an epic storyline, and I think, quite frankly, more intriguing than the college football season <laughs> itself at this point, the way Alabama's rolling everybody. And the best part is we're below 500 for three weeks. Both you guys are. Yeah, he's so, a game behind you. He's giving us a lot of content. He's not giving us winners, no, that's for sure. You're four and five. He's three and six right. through three weeks. This is like the old NFC South. <laughs> How great is the Far Bombay drop, though? Far Bombay. I can't stop singing it when I'm home. I know. Anywhere. I I, I, I can't stop. We got listeners correcting us that Bombay doesn't even exist anymore. Doesn't I stop. guess it's Mumbai now. Far Mumbai. <laughs> also... It is made possible because I think Bilotti is right now in a zone on drops. I think he's. I think this week, these are two shows. Then end of last week, I feel like this is Jordan ninety two against the Blazers that he can't miss. Look, if the radio world was in the MLB pennant races, Bilotti starting the wild card game for us. Yes, he's starting the wild card game. He's locked in. You're playing the hot hand. Absolutely, he's so locked in right now. I don't know how he's doing it. As you said, he had a, was it a done for the, the day? done for the day, which we haven't even mentioned on the show in two weeks. And he had it as soon as you mentioned there was a, done for the day. There was a tweet that came in on Trash Tuesday that said hashtag done for the day. And he had it within a second. Not even. It was on demand. So he now has memorized the location of every one of those drops and has them like almost hand-eye coordination, kind of like we're talking about e-gamers. He doesn't even have to think. He just hits it. It those listening, I don't think they realize how big a deal or how amazing what he's done the last two weeks is. It's for me, knowing my laziness and my work <laughs> ethic, I look at Pete and I am in awe. He is playing to an extreme strength of his right now. And I would venture to guess that right now he is as good, if not the best board op nationally on any radio show in America. I really believe that. I'll tell you what. I mean... Not only is he starting the wild card round, this is one of those tears that you go on where you're like, you just have to ride him. Yesterday, mon- to ride him. Monday, when we did the Get Him Out theme song, that was just totally impromptu, where I wanted Sam Bradford out because I can't stand him, go away, I'm sick of watching Sam Bradford get starting jobs. And I'm just like, get him out. And he just keeps playing Get Him Out in the middle of every one of my pauses with all different Get Him Outs. Get Him Out. Be- get Him Out. And it became like a get him out song. That was just impromptu on the fly. That's just like a jazz musician riffing. It was it was staggeringly awesome and efficient. We might have to start charging admission for people to come in and watch Pete do his job. So if he wants a nice dodge, he should get a nice dodge. Do you think Pete has now grown to this level that this is just his level of excellence? Or do you think he's totally locked in and he can't stay at this level because nobody can be this hot for that long? He will never fall to the point where he becomes bad at what he does. But there's got to be peaks and valleys. This is Brady Anderson on steroids, maybe not so much because he's better than that long term. 
but there will hit a little bit of a lull. I, I think it's only natural because it's too hot to play right now. Is is Pete the Michael Jordan of control operators in radio? Maybe, but I need to see more first. <laughs> but right now, he's just playing as good as anybody ever has in the business. He and that's is. saying something. He is. And that is saying something. So I, I hope so because it's good for the team. And, you know, maybe that warrants a big money contract down the line. And we don't know with salary cap if that works, but... You ride it while we got it. Well, I think you owe Bilotti a little bit of an apology because you said when he's taken on the scheduling responsibility that his other responsibilities have fallen by the wayside. Well, look, I he's think, elevated his game. I think what you're learning here is same thing with Bogus. I wake these guys up. Uh-huh. I, I challenge them uh-huh. and I wake them up. They don't want to hear my criticism and they rise to the occasion. So I think my coaching tactics as part of your tree. I, I think it's just it's it's worked and these guys are clicking right now. Is Bilotti? Ryan Fitzpatrick, week one and week two, or is no, he Tom? Or is he Tom Brady, fourth quarter Super Bowl against the the Falcons? <sighs> like you know that he's going to be he's able closer, to keep this up. He's closer to Brady, but I mean you got to give me a little bit of a middle ground there. You give me Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tom Brady. Can I get a Russell Wilson? I, I don't know. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, can he be Matt Ryan MVP year? Yeah, and I think he finishes with a ring instead of blowing it. Well, even though he, Matt Ryan didn't really blow it. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's a little... No, maybe he can be. He has a better chance of being Tom Brady than he does Ryan Fitzpatrick, but it's just easy. Easy. Right now, he's a good board op playing his absolute best level. Right, and we'll find out soon if he's just... It just took him a while to hit his peak. You know what I mean? Where maybe like a Blake Bortles. You know, everybody counted Blake Bortles out. I don't know if anybody's ever counted Pete out, but now you look at Blake Bortles like, man, this guy could go win a Super Bowl. He could go win a Super Bowl. Well, and now Bortles is throwing downfield. He's making big plays. So's Pete. He's got confidence, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Pete's Maybe. got confidence in his thumbs. You know what else has happened? I've taken the offensive shackles off of Pete. I totally entrust him with when do you want to do drop? You know, you when you want to do drops, you have the green light. You hand it over the play calling, and sometimes it's better for it. It allows you to view the game from a head coach's point of view and let him be the offensive coordinator. It was bad for a Planet Stevo. Moralia did not need control of the board. Right. Well, that's a running backs coach. That's a guy who doesn't deserve the <laughs> offensive coordinator's headset. Uh, and for a while, Kenny Brock did it well in the overnight. Brock did it very well. Did it very well. Very well. Pete has risen. Risen. It's just it's a credit to him and the hard work he puts in, and ultimately it's good for the product. Final point here. I now know how you feel after my Tiger Woods take about how Kenny Brock can just flame throw. He did not like my Tiger Woods take about how it's not that important. Golf fans are overdoing it. They're con- trying to convince us that it's really important, even though it's a tournament we never talk about. Right. And that it's this amazing historical accomplishment. And meantime, it's just a, another tournament. I get it is not the John Deere classic, but it's not all that important anyway. And, you tweeted it knowing it was red meat for the Wolves. I knew what I was doing. <clears throat> and Brock subtweeted it and just trashed me. Said it was an a- Adrian Beltre swing and a miss, and I couldn't have missed it worse and just annihilated me. And then started texting you off show. Right. Annihilating me even more as he listened to the show about me crushing Tiger sycophants. So lost. He was so lost. So beyond... <clears throat> whether he's right or wrong, now I know what he's like to you when you've got a take he doesn't agree with. Ain't so much fun when the rabbit's got the gun, huh? It's It can get ugly. It can get ugly. He becomes a wood chipper. Irrational, too. And it just... it's like Mean. Sh- yeah, slaps you in the chest where it's no matter what you do, even if you feel like you're winning, you're losing. 
It's it's really impeccable. It's a credit to him as well. It's a credit to it's him. A credit to him. He's got a little gritty. The Flyers mascot at him. You know this feeling though, because there's been plenty of takes over the over the years where he has just gone after you relentlessly. Right, and now I know the exact thing to say back to him sometimes to hurt him or whether ignore him that oh, hurts him more. okay, what's the vulnerability? Well, you just got to pry at the fact if you poke fun and tell him he's gained weight, I've noticed. Oh. He gets very sensitive to that. Uh, you tell so him. So you consider that a win? Yeah, you tell him he doesn't like any good beer. Like any stuff that like a true hipster would would try themselves <laughs> oh. on, he gets like, unra- like even if you're messing around, he gets unrationally angry about it. So, or so what, or sometimes ignoring him really makes him mad. So what you have decided is not fight back on your point. No, You're, don't no, double no. down to the argument. Fight back on another point to challenge his weaknesses. That is the plays I've diagrammed against <laughs> Kenny Brock. His fashion sucks. Anything like that, you'll start getting a lot of fat boy after that. A lot comes out. But you just gotta you gotta know how to deal with these guys. I love the playbook to attack Kenny Brock's weaknesses. I've been around the game long enough. <laughs> when you play a division rival so many times, eventually you know what's coming. <laughs> Giants-Eagles. Side B, are you going to get the hot hand, the body? Uh, I'm hoping for That's why I didn't take anything this morning with Bogus. I'm hoping. So tomorrow, every day is a fringe day with Bellotti. I'm hoping, and I'm doing him the favor going to speak to his class later tonight, so I'm hoping he comes on side B tomorrow. Because I would really like to hear him describe what type of zone he's in right now. That's the plan. So hopefully, the tease is, hopefully we're about to have Pete the body here on side B. I wonder if you should just tape an interview with him at the at the school tonight. In front of the class? All right, we're going to do side B right now in front of the class. Save me time, I'll tell you that much. I'm already driving to go do it. We'll figure it out. All right, that's side A. Side B is now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the Permission Granted Podcast. Mraz here with you, the host of Side B and the PGP, and he's executive producer. The executive producer of the DA shows. I'm getting all tongue-tied here. Pete the Body Bilotti. Pete, welcome. You're excited to be around me. I am excited to be around you, Pete. I miss when we don't have you on Side B the PGP. I'm very busy right now. You're the the busiest man in the building at the radio station. And we begin there, ironically, with a tie-in. I have to admit something to you. I was wrong. You're wrong. How often you hear me say those three words? Uh, I was wrong. Usually it comes with someone else going under the bus, and then I am wrong. No, no, no. This is flat out me wrong. Okay. Pete, we've documented, at least without you, your uh, obviously expanded role here at CBS Sports Radio. You've taken on some scheduling and, and some management duties, and that's obviously a big step for you in your career. And I admittedly question too bogish on the PGP. As I finally slide into a chair here, I told Andrew Bogus that I believed in your expanded role, Pete, that you would take it very seriously because I know how, you know, you engulf everything. But I thought that the element and production side of the DA show would suffer because of it. I felt like that would become your number one priority and understandably so. And we would lose a little something on the show. Now, where I'm telling you I'm wrong is not only did that not happen the show and you have gotten better, as <laughs> DA and I just discussed on side A. You are a hot hand. You're the hot three-point shooter right now off the bench. I don't know, and, and DA Kit doesn't know either, where you were pulling some of the drops our listeners here on the show so quickly from. It's one thing to have them, 
but you anticipate or have them it's it almost sounds as if it's scripted like you know what DA is going to talk about or what specific reference or tweet DA is going to mention where you have a drop at the ready it's unbelievable right now well, and take in, take us inside your mastermind well, it's it's being on your toes even more so uh, the position i am doing now uh outside of the control room uh, you always have to be on your toes and always thinking ahead of what could happen, what may happen, what's your next move. Um, and you have to think like that anyway in the control room. But now with all that adrenaline doing everything and it just you just are even more on your toes. And, um, you know, DA gives you a forum to just, you know, do your thing, be yourself and and do what you can do best and 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 he allows me that opportunity and that little bit of that creative license and it helps yeah and you know what's funny about that pete is if anybody's listening we're going behind the scenes here in pgp with pete the body Bilotti, and myself Mraz. what's funny about that is if you watch sports when a team drafts a rookie or signs a free agent or you know, puts together a new offensive line of football and everybody talks about gelling and getting the chemistry and your know, fans are very impatient. I know I'm one too. I think from a that works in a radio perspective too. I, I just spoke to your class at St. John's University. One of the things that came up was you know being a team. Radio is about teamwork and putting everything together, and everybody has a role. And your role on the show is one that maybe doesn't get enough credit, but can be the backbone and the funniest part of the show, especially if you're doing it right, especially with the drops you play and all the technical stuff, and Right now, as we are now, geez, a year and a half plus into you being a part of the DA show in this time slot, you are naturally at your best that you've been with us as far as what you've brought to the table and and just adding that extra element. You know, I might say some silly stuff on the air, and DA has a unique way of molding certain stories on the air, but man, oh man, if you have a way of pulling something that's happened that we don't even think at the time could be relevant or funny and making it funny in the moment— that's just a skill and a talent level that takes a show to a whole nother level. And really, you deserve all the credit for that. Well, I appreciate that. It's it it takes a while. It it, it take it does take time to learn. You have to get in. You have to uh, get into the host's mind when you're doing a job like this. If you really want to do it right, you have to understand what the person tends to do, what they don't like, what they do like, and and go with it. And and. You know, I, I same thing with uh, the other show I do with Taz and the Moose. You got to you got to understand what they want in their head. You got to get in their head, and it takes a little while to to get that chemistry, get and, that rhythm. And you doing another show even makes that more difficult. Now, I just want to flat out ask you, how are you doing it? Is there some kind of radio steroid you're on? So, for instance, there was a cut that you played the other day. You dropped it in so subtly. Jeez, and now it's slipping my mind. I had a thought about the whole show. Mm-hmm. But it was something we had, oh, done for the day. Right. We haven't done done for the day in a couple weeks. I haven't really referenced done for the day sporadically. And somebody tweeted in at DA, you know, this, this, this. And one of the hashtags was done for the day. And he just blurted out, never asking you to have the drop, not having it ready. And you had it before he could finish saying the words done for the day. You were playing done for the day. And me and DA both looked at it, and I think that was our moment. Like, how the heck did you do it? Like, what? how did you have it ready that quick? Were you reading DA's tweets ahead of time, thinking no, he might get to this? No, no. Um, uh, just 
A magician doesn't reveal a secret. Oh, come on, uh, Pete. This no, is where it, we reveal the secret. How you getting it, it done? It's just be ahead. You just got to be ahead of... How would you know he's going to say that? That's what's so crazy. I go with trends. I go with stuff that we've trends. done over the, a few weeks, and then I try to incorporate stuff we haven't done So in do you while. have a separate folder I'm not aware of with no, these drops it's ready? it's all in, in our main folder, and I know where things are. Because, yeah, I mean, because I follow that folder, and things are labeled a lot better than they were five years ago. Where we yeah. had some real problems on the DA show. Right. And I could find that, you know, I'll scroll and find things, but it might take me 30 seconds, 45 seconds, where it's taking you a split second, which to me is crazy. I really don't get, and I know you guys listening don't really grasp this because you don't have a handle on our computer system and, and how we play things and operate things, but I could tell you it doesn't make any sense. It almost feels like you're cheating. I like if you be cheating. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. There's no, like, if you <laughs> were an no, NFL player right. and you were somehow, you know, reading a quarterback's hips a split second more than anybody else would, or, I don't know, out-physicaling somebody mm -hmm. in the paint in the NBA. Or People will be giving you a steroid test right now. You need the radio version of a steroid test, and I don't know what <laughs> what is going on. Well, it's just a rhythm. You just got to find a it's, it's like It's like, <laughs> sound it's like a team. It, it really is. It's it's like a team. It's like a, a team that's, that's rolling in September, and they, and they have that hot streak in October. I compare it to Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy and for the 15 Mets. And he rolled through the playoffs, and and you're like, how did he? How's he doing it? He, he just find that rhythm, and where everything clicks. You know, there'll be times where you'll have a down period and whatnot, and, and but well, but look, something that Eddie Scazzario always taught me is it's not all about the execution; it's about the recovery. And you have those down periods, you recover. If the faster you recover, the better, and that's 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 what makes you. In this business. Okay. Well, now that leads me to my last point, perhaps my final point. DA and I have asked flat out to each other on side A of the PGP, and we'll ask you, is this simply a hot streak or are you coming into your prime? Like, should we be expecting this for now until, you know, whenever the time comes for the show to dissolve, you to leave, or hopefully eternity? Or is it, or are we just in the best two week run we'll ever get of you? I and, feel like, uh, I feel like in the network, my network time cbs sports radio i feel like i hit my prime maybe a year into geo and jones which okay. i say 2016 so 2016 I, was your contract year you well, hit your i felt prime. like i hit it right there like right maybe right around mets world series into 16 coincidentally I feel, I feel like i hit that that stride right there and i feel like from there on i've found that rhythm and and on this show this might be the time where i've i'm in Excel mode. I'm, I'm I'm putting on the the burners. This is that that. But that, can the burners stay on forever? They'll stay on. They'll stay on. So this isn't a hot streak. This is you from here to, here on out. No, no, because I mean, what what is the downside? And I, it, I don't know. I'll, maybe you get down about something. Who knows? I mean, your wedding's coming up. What if your wedding ends and then no, you're like, okay. One thing I, I one thing I have learned, and one thing that my future wife has taught me, and and she's very who's good. a saint by the way. Oh yeah, she's very good with this and. I will say this. Um, keep the work things at work and do and when you come home, you know, disconnect. Disconnect, have your time. So dis disconnecting at home is leading you to be better in the workplace. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying disconnect completely because you gotta check up on work email. Oh, for sure, and for sure. But I know what you mean. But you gotta have your time at Don't home. Don't take your trash home with you. But you gotta have your time at home and you gotta have your time here. You know, work really hard here and then go when you go home. You're having dinner. You're you're doing you're doing something with your significant other or your family or your friends, and 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 that's the big key. 
Separation. Have that separation. That is inside the mind of Pete, the body Bilotti. Pete, yes. keep up good work, and thank you for joining us oh, on the Oh, thank you. Follow you on Twitter. Follow at me on Twitter. Pete at... the body. Right. You know, I mean, boy, guy doesn't Sorry. have his Twitter plug. Follow me at Mraz CBS. <laughs> we are a week away, Boise, Idaho. DA and I coming. Unfortunately, Pete will not be with I want us. Some potatoes. Bring me back a big sack of them. Pete doesn't want a sack of potatoes when we come back. So, Boise, Idaho, get ready. Next week, we will be coming there. Thank you guys for listening to the BGP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.